to today's episode of the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. Want to increase your financial IQ today with a discussion about the state of the U.S. housing market. I think the housing market is a key one. It always is, but I think especially now when we think about uh, recession risks, consumer confidence, and the state of inflation in 2023. I recently heard someone, I forget who actually, I couldn't find it, um, said that the U.S. housing market, they described it as uh, being complicated. And I think that is spot on. It's complicated because prices are still at or near historic highs, but prices have fallen a bit from the 2022 peaks. The extremely red hot real estate market that we saw in 2022 doesn't exist anymore. That is in the rear view mirror. I think another complication is that buyers are being more cautious. Uh, They're expecting prices to come down and they are also dealing with higher mortgage rates. I'll tell you a little bit about that in a little bit. Meanwhile, sellers are trying to hold the line on prices. They are still influenced, in my opinion, by the intense seller market, uh, seller's market that we had last year. So in some ways, you could picture it like a standoff between buyers and sellers. We'll have to see who gives and how much each side has to compromise. Uh, But we're seeing activity because of this standoff drop off. Uh, The activity drop is about 30% or so year over year. So again, a good illustration of that standoff I just uh, touched on. When we look at some of the predictions, this gets back into the realm of complicated. Uh, Zillow, the ever-present online residential real estate site, uh, they predict that home prices will be flat nationally in 2023. Freddie Mac, the government agency, expects a very modest decline in prices of 0.2%. And when we look at the Mortgage Bankers Association, they too see a drop a little larger uh, at a 0.6%. That is their predictions. But the predictions are all over the place because I also looked at realtor.com which expects price increase of 5.4% in 2023, a big difference. The National Association of Realtors expects a slight increase of 0.3%. So the predictions are all over the map, again, adding to this complicated real estate market that seems to be in flux and at a crossroads. I mentioned mortgage rates earlier. Let's talk about that a little bit. It's noteworthy that mortgage rates have Uh, doubled over the last year or so. Uh, Rates at the end of February, according to Freddie Mac, the average 30-year mortgage rate was at about 6.5%. I looked back and at the beginning of 2022, the average, according to Freddie Mac, was 3.11%. So they've come up a lot in a short period of time. And this increase in rates, which is being done by the Federal Reserve purposefully to fight inflation, what it has done is cooled 
the real estate market. And that's by design. It's not a surprise. It has priced some buyers out of the market because your cost of borrowing translated to what your monthly payment is if you borrow a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars or more has gone up a lot over the last stretch. And so this is part of the inflation story, which I have described on this show, as well as in discussions with clients, is the central issue that the economy is dealing with. So activity is likely to pick up as we enter into the spring season. This is a reliable seasonal trend. So I would expect a pickup in activity in the spring like we get pretty much every year. So in summary, I think it is a decent time to sell. If you're looking to sell, I would uh, be anxious to get the home on the market, get the property on the market. I think if you are a seller though, you have to have more reasonable expectations because that red hot real estate market from 2022 doesn't exist anymore. It's the second time I said that, but it's pretty darn important. Some sellers are hanging on to what was and not making decisions on what is happening today. And that is not a good position to be in. Uh, I think you ought to temper expectations. You're not likely uh, to get multiple offers. You're not likely to get prices bid up above, especially well above your asking price. You may not even get multiple offers. Uh, days on the market, at the height of the intense seller's market last year, you put a property on the market and you might have multiple offers above asking within a day or two or three you might have to wait a little longer. That's okay, it's okay. It's just more of a normal, normal real estate market in terms of offers and the time it takes to find a good buyer. I think it is also a decent time to be a buyer. I think it is appropriate at this juncture to be patient. Uh, I am of, in the camp that the real estate market is probably in for sluggish growth. Uh, a calm period, unlike the likes of what we saw last year. In some locales, prices may go down, especially in previously hot spots or in cities and states where they're having a lot of economic difficulties. But generally speaking, I would imagine prices will come down a little bit, but not a lot. I don't think we're going to have a crash in the real estate market like some people are predicting. I think that is too much doom and gloom for my liking. So I think if you're looking to buy, be patient. Uh, you have the advantage now of not being in that intense seller's market that we had in 2022. So you could be patient. You don't necessarily need to chase or be overly aggressive. I think at this juncture, you could also look for value uh, and try and uh, find something that fits your needs, fits your budget, and you don't have to um, outbid somebody in some intense competition. Again, last year's market is in the rearview mirror. So I think it's a pretty good time to buy, a pretty good time to sell. Uh, if I was selling, I would be anxious to get the market, uh, get the property on the market quicker uh, because I think there's probably more downside risk in most places than upside risk. But generally speaking, a relatively normal market, 
but one that is very complicated given interest rates, which is tied to mortgage rates, inflation, risks of a recession. Uh, there's a lot going on. I like to look at the housing market. It is a good proxy, I think, uh, about the confidence and strength of the consumer. And a good housing market creates a lot of positive economic activity. So I like to talk about it on the show. It's a hot button issue for me, generally speaking. I hope you found this uh, quick discussion helpful. Uh, Please, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the podcast and check out the work my team and I do at ElliotWealth.com. You could go to the site, find out more information about the services we provide, and you can sign up for a complimentary consultation. I really appreciate you listening today. I'll be back with you on the next episode of the Simply Financial Podcast very soon. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note, the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with Sage Point Financial.